many of us have lost love. Our hearts are so overwhelmed by life, adulting. Adulting is being an adult, uh, in case you, you don't know what it means. I'm tired of adulting. Uh-huh. It's being an adult. Because when we're younger, we believe that when we're free of our parents, you know, everything will come together. We'll have a great life. Everything will just be really, really good. And then you get out of your parents' home and you realize you have to pay the bills. You have to do all the cooking, all the washing, all the cleaning. You have to do everything for yourself. Ew. Then, oh, uh, no, no, no. You have a bad day. You have it alone. You know, some of us vent when we get home, you know, when our parents, in our parents' home, we get, we just talk, you know, and, and someone's listening. But man, this, in this life, <laughs> at this time, when you're alone, you know, uh, uh, you just, you just um, get tired of adulting. You get tired of adulting. Nobody to vent to, <laughs> nobody to listen. Nobody to tell you your food is on the table, you know. That's for those who live alone. Uh, and, and, and even for those who live with partners, many of you have lost the loving feeling. And it is a tragedy. But what it is, basically, is many of you are carrying too much weight, too much burden than you can bear. So it's weighing on you and it's weighing on those closest to you. I mean, it's simple. If I have stuff weighing on me, it would weigh on people that are closest to me. It's inevitable. Um, so how are you? How are you doing? So yesterday, oh, yesterday was such a day. I, I went to that Ikoku Access, right? And um, I got into a taxi at some point talking to some guy. And he said, hmm, this pastor has been forcing me to marry, pushing me to go and marry. Um, what brother about the conversation? I said, please hold on for a bit. Let's buy onions. So he got out of the car. He went to do the buying himself. I was watching. And he was shocked. You could you could see the shock written all over his face. And then he comes to me and says, Do man says it's five hundred naira. I said, That's how much. What? That's how much they sell onions. What? And and they're forcing me to go and marry. And I said, Imagine those that have three, four children, how they cope. Because if you're living with a partner and you have three children, it means you're already five. And in Africa, everyone I know is feeding somebody else somehow. So he had people on radio and said, no, the money is not enough for my family. But you check, half of their salary goes to their parents or their siblings. Eh, we have trained you, so we expect you to be a slave to the rest of our children that we give birth to without your um, permission or your approval. So he says, ah, Bangodo, I will not even bow to his pressure. I don't even have a girlfriend. Let me just be, if I'm me alone like this, I'm hustling my thing. The money I get is not enough. And I smiled. And, and you know, yesterday we, we also talked about women and how women are going through a lot of pressure at this time. Because this is what happens in the typical African home. The man will give the woman X amount and walk away. This is for the feeding. So she does a lot of math. Many of them say they don't know math. It's a lie. Women are the best mathematicians in the world. Men can't even start to understand. She would calculate how to... Is it Pythagoras theorem she would use? She would use all the formulas, not just in math, in physics, to try to make sure that the money fits the pots and the mouths that feed from the pots. It's a huge responsibility. Uh, you're rushing to go and marry. It's a huge response. See, there are different departments in marriage that makes it such a huge responsibility that you, if you're not willing to grow and be strong, you will break. Many people are broken. They're just there. You're seeing them. Wear fine clothes. Wear fine hair. But they're broken. You have to manage that department. Food. Clothing. Keep the house together. We've not talked about your relationship with the person you chose to marry. Or the children you chose to have. 
Oh, sorry, in Africa, it's God that gives. The one that God chose to give you. Mm. I've told you women, there's no excuse. Marriage does not freeze your brain. Does not eat up your hands the way, you know, a frostbite would. Doesn't doesn't cut off your hands or your legs. So it's not an excuse. I, I went to Rue Massey yesterday, right? And I saw this woman, apparently from the Niger Delta. She was selling pap, akamu the raw one and I, I asked her you know if I wanted to buy all of this she said it was 5-5 five, five. women are good in math forget then I said what if I wanted the buckets you know the processed full buckets size she says 3,000 I can give you 2-8 I smiled uh, I said I, I would like to pay 2-5 but anyway I'm not ready for it so I just bought a little and I left that's someone doing something so look at I, I believe that the quantity that she was selling for 5-5 five, five was the same quantity in the bucket so if she sells 10 of that each day at least food go enter Berlin now and and there's still men that say their wives shouldn't work please are you a billionaire because your millions can't even carry it this time but we need to adjust so that we don't cave we don't cave in you know the pressure doesn't suck us in we need to make see if you're listening to me this morning from me to you we need to make series of serious adjustments in our lives at this time one of the sure ways to get through this recession is to make serious adjustments you need to sit down all of you who have been dodging when it all says um write what you spend your money on this is the time to do so you must see we must have the difficult conversation so we can have an easy life we must have the difficult conversations so that we can have an easy life people don't put yourself under pressure i beg you family planning they work look for the one that works for you don't put yourself under pressure don't put yourself under pressure. I beg you. Nobody's going to give you any award for pressuring yourself and having high blood pressure and being ill and, you know. And that's why at a time like this, something you want to do is spend more time with people who fit your future, not your past. A lot of us, we have friends that are stuck in our past and they were good in the past or they were fantastic people in the past. But as you start to move, you see that you move away from them. Oh, you know, you don't call me again. <laughs> not today. Why did they go far? I beg, leave me alone, you know. But that's what it is. We need to learn now to spend time with people who fit our future. And then comes the question again, what do you want from the future? What do you want from today? What do you want from tomorrow? I mean, what do you want tomorrow to deliver to you? What do you want life to give to you? Uh, many of us are not, um, we're not asking God for anything. We just wake up and go. We're not demanding from life. We're not trying to exploit life. Do you understand? Many of us are just there. I mean, it's okay to maybe not feel a hundred percent all the time but with you and god you must have those conversations you must have those conversations you must tell him what you want do you understand because at this point we have to deal with the world the way it is i just saw a quote now very interesting so if you want your children to improve let them hear the good things you say of them to others you know some parents they wait when their brothers come that's when they report this 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 useless child this useless onome come here see your head if i tell you what onome has done why don't you have good stuff to talk about to them why don't you gossip the good stuff about your kids to your neighbors and your brothers and sisters so that your kids can overhear and start beaming with confidence and with joy.